We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome back to the Six Fan sh- the Six Fan Show. Who am I kidding? The Six Man Show post game live presented by Rockham. Six Fan Shows on my mind because it's happening right now. Our guy Ben Gifford outside of Amway interviewing uh, diehard Orlando Magic fans as they leave. But it's a fun night. What a, what a day in Central Florida in general. First, you have UCF absolutely trouncing the number fifteen ranked team in the country, forty five to three. Then up the road in Tallahassee. Oh, I had to wear the FSU gear today and pull out the... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm really thirsty. Mm. As I drink from my Florida State cup because uh, Florida State takes care of that little orange and green team from down south. And then tonight, your Orlando Magic defeat the Milwaukee Bucks 112-97 to at Amway Center, holding the Milwaukee Bucks to 97 points. Less than 48 hours after the Magic played in Mexico City. What a win. So impressive. Chat, how are we feeling tonight? Welcome, everybody. Glad you are here. Oh, man. Let's see. Ty starting out hot with the Super Chat. He says, Magic, that's how you close out games. 100% right, Ty. Thank you, Ty, for that. appreciate that, as always. Destin Vergreenis says, could J.I. win Depoy and Comeback Player this year? Man, I don't know. We're definitely going to talk about J.I. because I could not believe how many minutes he played tonight. I did not expect that. If you watched the, the last episode on Thursday, I, I did not expect that. Magic Fan says, play that song. Play the song, absolutely. Oh, man, let's see. Um... Chris says, defense was elite. Play that song. You better believe it. We're going to talk about the defense in a second. Trust me. Ash says, Jalen Suggs is making some great improvements on shooting and just continuing to be a dog. Quentin says, the UCF win shocked me for real. I'm telling you what. I knew they could win. But 45-3 to is crazy. Colby says, that's how every game should be. I'm saying, I don't buy every game, but especially a game like that tonight, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Ascension says AB needs to start every game. 
AB's looked good tonight. You know, maybe his quietest night thus far in a starting role, but he, you know, he's not he's not losing you games. Just put it that way. Juan says Argentinian cheers from Italy. Wow, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Juan, for tuning in. CM says, love that closing lineup. That we've seen that twice now. We've seen that lineup twice down the stretch, and man, really, really good tonight. Talking for magic. Sorry, talking magic for life says J.I. is back. Minister of defense, man. He was so good on Giannis tonight. Oh, man. Anti says, but FSU 10 and 0, let's go. You better believe it. We move. We move. And Matt, we're gonna, we're gonna pause right here. Matt Browning says it took us 25 games to win our fifth game last se- last year. Only nine games this year. Level up. I mean, if that's not leveling up, I don't know what is. You guys don't need me to tell you, but yeah, last season you start five and twenty. And here you are at five and four. That's just crazy. And here's the thing, like us Magic fans, we knew this was possible. I don't know about five and four, you know, maybe some people thought it, but we knew the five and twenty start was an anomaly, right? We knew it was because of injuries. But here we are. Five and four, considering the fact you've already gone out west once. You've beaten the Lakers at home. You've beaten the Bucks at home. Five and four. Really, really should be six and three, though, but that's okay. We're not going to talk about Thursday as much tonight because uh, we, we talked about it a lot on Thursday. But five and four, a lot of great things tonight. Oh, man, just a good night. Good night in Orlando, and also a really good night to tell you about Rockham. Rockham is the presenting partner of the Six Man Show Post Game Live, and they are an amazing company. They are located in Central Florida, and they are the world's largest sock store. Right off the bat tonight, guys, I wanted to show you some of the new stuff that Rockham has uh, offering on their website. Some new Orlando Magic City Edition stuff, which I think is pretty cool. Look at these. Just saying. These are hot. These are hot. Love that. If you've seen the rest of them probably before, if you've been on their website, these stuff boxers are pretty sick. And obviously the classics, which I've got uh, somewhere over here. Here we go. These classic socks right here. I mean, these are just amazing. This is the front. This is the back. Love these. Love rocking. But I also want to show you one more. It's a big week. And, and I like to do this because, you know, it's coming up on Christmas time. Not everyone in your, on your Christmas shopping list is a Magic fan or a sports fan, but Rockham has you covered because they have other things like Disney, Harry Potter, and a big week for Marvel. Big week for Marvel. You had the Marvels come out. You had the finale of Loki. And look at some of these Marvel socks. I haven't seen the Marvels yet. Uh, some people say it's really good. Some people say it's not. I don't know yet, but I want to scroll down to the Loki ones because I'm a big Loki fan. No spoilers today, but look at some of these, man. These Miss Minute socks, that's so sick. I love these TVA ones as well. But anyway, we are big fans of Rock'em, and a lot of people at Rock'em are big fans of the Magic, and so we love them. But what you should do is you should use the code MAGIC20 when you're shopping at Rock'em.com. That'll give you 20% off your order at Rock'em.com, and it will help out the Six Man Show. So it's a win-win all the way around. Again, big shout-out to Rock'em for supporting the Six Man Show. Visit them at Rock'em.com and use that code MAGIC20. All right, folks, let's talk about this basketball game. I don't want to say that I didn't. No, I mean, I, no, I'll just say it. I didn't expect this game to go like this. You play in Mexico City less than 48 hours ago, because not only was it 
Thursday. It was a late tip time, 9.30 Eastern. Then you turn around with a 6 p.m. tip time on Saturday. So you're less than 48 hours later. You fly all the way back from Mexico City after playing a really intense, difficult game at altitude. Meanwhile, the Bucks just have to fly from Indianapolis. I, I, in, my, in my mind, this was our backs are up against the wall with the schedule. Really quick, Shahin says, our stars played like stars. Glad we didn't let go in the fourth. Yeah, I'll be honest, guys. The fourth was a little dicey for me. Obviously, you know, we let them get within striking distance. But offensively, our t- we were not good in the fourth quarter on offense. It was our defense that kept us alive. I don't know how many empty possessions we had in a row, but it was a lot. A lot of consecutive empty possessions down the stretch in the fourth quarter. But fortunately, we were forcing empty possessions as well. So, yeah, talking about this game, guys, I was... When you consider the schedule and you consider the opponent, I, I almost chalked it up as a loss. You know, not, not to say that I didn't think we could win, but I had a pretty low bar of expectation coming into this game. So to get off to the start that you do in that first quarter was great. It was really, really impressive. I, I wasn't sure how the game was going to start. Magic Fan 22, was the game sold out? Yes, sellout. was the eighth highest attended game in Magic history. Fun fact. I don't remember the exact number. I could look it up for you, but it's 19-something. Um... 1935 or something like that. But either way, eighth highest attended Magic game in history. The Distract says, I was sweating in the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Obviously, no Dame Lillard for the Bucks tonight. So that was a nice lift for this team. Uh, really quick, I want to interrupt. Chris D says, my wife got me tickets for Magic OKC game in OKC on January 13th for a Christmas gift. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. That'll be a really, really fun one. Uh, And then uh, a lot of us will be at the game on February 13th in Orlando against OKC. That'll be fun, too. The distract says, Dane being out helped a lot, but the defense is really good. Absolutely. Absolutely true. Jesse says, hi, Kevin. Hi, Jesse. How are you tonight? Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Glad everyone is here. Thanks for tuning into the Six Man Show Post Game Live. We always appreciate it. But yeah, so no Dame. Obviously, that's a boost. Do they win with Dame? Who knows? But then right before tip, an hour or so before tip, we find out that Markel's not going to play. He was originally going to play, originally going to start, and then just like the game in Utah is a late scratch uh, due to, um, what did they call it, tendonitis of his knee? Basically, his knee became, it was knee swelling again, basically, just like in Utah. That's a concern. Second game this season that warm-ups cause Markel's knee to swell to the point where he can't play a game. That's a concern. At least to me. Jesse says, do you think Kel is having TOS problems again? I don't. I don't because both times they've they've attributed it to his knee. Now, is it possible that the Magic aren't being truthful? I guess, but I would doubt it. I would doubt it. So yeah, Markel doesn't start. Markel doesn't play. Anthony Black is inserted into the starting lineup once again. So with Wendell out, Goga starts again. With Markel out, uh, Anthony Black starts again. And you you play really well in that first quarter. Which, again, to me, was a bit of a surprise considering 
all the effort you had to put out on Thursday and the fact that you're coming back from uh, from Mexico City, long trip, difficult game, at altitude, it, it wouldn't have surprised me if the Magic came out slow and lethargic and tired, but they don't. They have a great, great first quarter. They win the first quarter, and then the second quarter is where they blew the game open. 36 to 24 in that second quarter. Huge. Huge. Um, and obviously the second half is where things get dicey. You lose the second half as a whole, but only by one point. So you just hang on. And I want to talk specifically about the fourth quarter here in a little bit. But I mean, all in all, guys, I mean, this is just a great win. Once again, the Magic failed to go under 500 this season. You go two and zero, two and two, four and two, four and four. And now we sit at five and four. But what's really exciting is what is around the corner, and I'm gonna talk about that at the very end of the show tonight. So stay tuned for that. But I'll give you a hint: it's pretty exciting. Let's take a look at the box score, guys. This will help us uh, navigate the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of this game, because a lot of guys had a Great night. Great night. But first, we have to interrupt because Ty, Mr. TV, with yet another super chat, bro. You are a maniac, dude. You are insane. He says, Joe Ingles need to, needs to put his three-point shot on the back of a milk carton. He can't find it. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, not great. Not great. Another super chat here. This one from Shahin. Thanasis jumping over AB's back was priceless. Yeah. Now that he's okay. If the Nasus got injured, obviously that wouldn't be good. But since he's okay, we can call it priceless because that was entertaining. Um, yeah, let's look at this box score, guys. First off, you have to start with Franz, not just because he's on the top of the list, but because Franz is most efficient night of the season. He might have had one other game comparable, but I thought between his shooting, his turnovers, and his decision-making, this was the most complete Franz night I think that we've seen this season. One of the things that made Franz Franz over the course of his two seasons in Orlando was just efficiency. And obviously he's struggled to be as efficient this season and tonight. And, and by the way, when I say efficiency, obviously I'm talking about shooting, but I'm also talking about the other aspects of his game. I'm talking about um turnovers and just decision-making and playing smart. Again, I thought Thursday was Franz's worst game of the season, maybe his worst game in a Magic uniform. So for him to turn around and drop 24 points on 8 of 16 shooting, 2 of 6 from 3, knock down 6 of his 7 free throws with 6 boards, 3 assists, a steal, and 3 turnovers, you'll take that. That's a good Franz stat line. Could he be better? Of course. But that again... After what Thursday was, a great bounce-back game from Franz. Terrific. Really happy with Franz tonight. Paolo was just him. 24 points. Another big rebounding night for him. 12 boards, 5 assists, a steal. 9 of 21 from the field. Obviously, you'd like that to be a little bit better, but 2 of 5 from 3, you'll take that. 4 of 5 from the free throw line. Man. But look at this right here. Turnovers. Combined six turnovers. They had nine on Thursday. Now, obviously, you'd still like it to be less than a combined six. But after having nine combined turnovers on Thursday, again, it's a great bounce back. Goga tonight, a very quiet four points, but nine boards. Two assists, two steals. 
two six from the field. I just I want Goga to finish at the rim a little bit better. He's so tall. Like <laughs> he had a couple couple looks at the basket. I mean, literally at the basket. He's right there. Can't finish, but that's okay. Obviously, we know what we get from Goga. Goga is Goga. Goga is gonna Goga. You know, Jalen. How good has he been over the last forty eight hours, man? Wow. So good. Another 20 for him. 20 points on 5 of 11 from the field. 2 of 4 from 3. 8 of 10 from the free throw line. I don't know what Jalen's career high free throw attempts is, but this has to be close if it isn't. 10 free throw attempts for Jalen. Two boards, two assists, only one steal. I think that's fraudulent. If you've, if you've seen me on this show before, I talk about all the things that Jalen does that don't show up in the box score. How many deflections and forced turnovers has he had? Like, how many times does he force a guy into a bad pass and someone else gets the turnover? But again, only one steal for Jalen tonight and only one turnover. You'll take that as well. Uh, and then the final starter, we mentioned him a little bit earlier, Anthony Black, his quietest game as a starter. Just two points, one of three from the field. Missed his only three-point attempt and three assists. But again, only one turnover for a guy that played 28 minutes. You got a rookie coming, against, coming up against the Bucks to only have uh, one turnover in 28 minutes as a rookie, I mean, you'll take it. You'll take that. Again, Anthony Black, once again, solid and not the reason you lose. Obviously, you don't lose tonight, but in the games when Anthony Black played and we lost, he wasn't the reason you lose. And when you start a rookie, when you play a rookie significant minutes, but especially you start a rookie, the baseline for me is making sure that rookie is not the, the reason you lose. And Anthony Black has been that this season. I know that sounds a little strange, but that's that's how my brain works when it comes to rookies. Unless they're elite, elite rookies, the baseline for me is, do they not lose you the game? And Anthony Black continues to just be solid. He's just solid, and that's good. Really quick before I look at the rest of the uh, box score, let's see, chat, what you're thinking. David S. says, Bucks free throw shooting. Yeah, I'm going to look at that in a second, especially when you look at the Magic's free throw shooting. Well, let's do it right now. Why not? We'll start with the Magic because they go 30 of 35 from the free throw line. Let me scroll down a little bit more so you can see this. 30 of 35 from the free throw line. Wow. Great night for the Magic. When you consider how the season has gone, especially the last several games, you literally lose the game on Thursday because of free throws. Great night for the Magic. 30 of 35. Meanwhile, Milwaukee... If you thought the Magic's free throw shooting was bad, uh, 12 of 25. Obviously, Giannis, the big contributor there, 5 of 12 from the free throw line. Um, But yeah, it was the free throws that killed the Bucks tonight and helped the Magic as opposed to the last few games where they really hurt the Magic. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's see what else here. Um, Tavius Fry says, I think it was the altitude that got to Franz in that game. It's very, it, the Mexico City game. I think it's very possible. It's very possible. I know the Magic have that um, altitude chamber at the Advent Health Training Center. That's ho- that's supposed to help you ramp your body up to play in altitude, whether it's Mexico City or Denver or Utah. Um, but, I mean, it's no joke. You can simulate it all you want, but once you get there, it's a different different animal. Um, let's see. Michael says, watched a friend, watched at a friend's who's a Bucks fan. It feels good. Hit the like button. Go magic. Absolutely. If you're hanging out with us tonight, definitely hit that like button. Definitely helps out the show, helps other magic fans find the show. And that's what we're all about here. We just want Orlando magic fans to have a place to hang out, not just in these post game shows, but, um, obviously our podcast that comes out every Monday and Thursday, Jonathan and Luke, the goats hosting that. And also right now, things like the Six Fan Show, which is probably getting ready to wrap up right now. Um, we'll have that up for you tonight or tomorrow morning. I mean, that'll that's the kind of stuff. We just want a place for Magic fans to be able to hang out and enjoy wins like this. Let's look at the rest of the box score here. When we look at the second unit, Joe Ingles, a lot of people talking about him. Here's the thing with Joe Ingles. Obviously, rough shooting night for him again. One of four, 25% from three. And at least two of those were really open. I think one was kind of contested, but I think two of them are really open. He's, he's got to be better. But here's the thing with Joe Ingles. He still is making great basketball plays. Five assists tonight. He's finding guys. He's he's being another ball handler. Three boards. But the thing with Joe, he could have at least one or two more assists. Like, I remember he passed up a decently open three for Paolo in the corner, who was wide open. Paolo should have hit that for Joe Ingles' six assists, by the way. It's a great basketball play from Joe. Um, but yeah, he still had a couple wide open threes that he should have made. So, you know, he's got to make those. But again, all in all, I know it's it's a bit of a mixed bag for Joe. At least it is for me. He's making great basketball plays. He's just not knocking down his threes. For the rest of uh, the bench here, Jonathan Isaac. I mean, here's the thing with Jonathan Isaac. I said on Thursday, I would be st- Dunked if he played more than 15 minutes because he played, I believe, 16 minutes on Thursday. But as we mentioned on Thursday, we said, man, you got to have him in this game against Giannis to face Giannis. How great was it to see him not just play, but play 17 minutes and play great defense all night long? Mm. The distract says, can you imagine how we'll look on defense when J.I. is up around 25 minutes a night? Crazy. 
I I I I just cannot believe he played 17 minutes. I really can't. I'm I'm shocked. You you know, obviously he shoots three or ten from the field, but two or four from three. He's had some rough shooting nights from three, so two or four tonight is great. Missed a couple looks around the basket. You like to see him knock down, but outside of that, he also gives you five boards, two steals, only credited for one block. Thought he had at least two. But again, it's not about the stat line for him tonight. It's about how he defended Giannis, and he did a great job. Cannot believe he played 17 minutes, guys. Like that, that honestly, guys, like obviously the biggest stat tonight is 112 to 97. For me, the second biggest stat of the night is that, that Jonathan Isaac played 17 minutes, 48 hours after playing 16 minutes. I cannot express how huge that is. That is, that is, blew my mind, blew my mind. That's a huge win for the Magic. Because slowly but surely, J.I. is getting freed. Our guy Luke Sylvia is in the chat. Luke Sylvia, oops, co-host of the Six Man Show, was at the game tonight in the post-game presser where he says that Mosley talked about J.I. being all-defensive team someday soon. I mean, if he's on the court, he's going to be all-defensive team. That's just facts. If he's healthy and plays, he's going to be all-defensive team. Just facts. Again, guys, I just, I cannot believe he played 17 minutes. That's such a W. So big. All right. Let's look at the rest of the, uh, the, the bench here. Cole. Man. Another quiet night. I think he had one field goal on Thursday. No field goals tonight. 4-4 from the free throw line. Wow. A very quiet night for him. He he was very quiet in the first half, obviously, and I I made a mental note of that, and I was like, man, I feel like this could be he could be prime for a big second half, and he was just quiet. But that's okay, you know. That's the thing with Cole; he's going to have nights like this. But we'll save nights like this for uh, or big nights for when we don't need him or for when we do need him. That was a I blew that. Let's save the big nights for Cole when we need him. We didn't need it tonight. Let's save it for next week. I'm sure there'll be a couple games next week where we need it. Shelby says. Hello, Kevin. We just left Amway, and the crowd was magically amazing. Glad our team won, and my boyfriend got his wish. Keep up the good work. Go, Magic Shelby. So glad you got to go to the game with your boyfriend, and super glad it was a great result and a great night. So glad you got to do that. Last member of the bench tonight, another great performance from Mo Wagner. He is just clicking right now. 19 points on 7 of 9. From the field, including one of them from three, four or five from the free throw line, four boards, a steal and a block. Or excuse me, an assist and a block. Assist and a steal. Good grief. Again, the thing with Mo is by and large, Mo takes and makes very easy. I want to say easy. Just great shots. He takes great shots. A lot of them are at the rim. A lot of them are him rolling to the rim. I'm very impressed that he's able to do that without getting his shot blocked very much tonight, so that's great. The distract, this is a great point. Thank you for saying this. I'm actually proud of Cole for not forcing shots. feel like he would have done that a year or two ago. I think that's exactly right. I think that is a great point. That's a great point. He's playing within the game. Sometimes the game falls to him, and he can go out and do his thing. And tonight, and other nights this season, if the game's not coming to him, he's not forcing it. Now, at some level, there's a line, right? Like, if, if you don't have, if you're not cooking, essentially, you need to go out there and make yourself cook, right? So, there's a line somewhere, but you're right. He didn't force it, especially on a night like tonight where he didn't have to. Offense, for the most part, was pretty good, except in the fourth quarter. 
I thought. Uh, but yeah, shout out to to Cole. Ty with another super chat. Bro, you're you're so crazy, dude. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> he says, to my fellow vets, happy Veterans Day. Absolutely. Happy Veterans Day to uh, all the guys and gals out there who served our country. Obviously, we're very grateful for you, grateful for your service, and we celebrate you today. And especially our Magic fan veterans out there. Happy gift for you today with a big old Magic victory. Thank you, Ty, for that, and thank you to all of our veterans. Luis Rosario says Mo is going to steal Cole's six-man trophy. I mean, at this rate, it's crazy. Sam says holding Milwaukee under 100 points is insane. It really is. Let's look at these team stats. Uh, for, actually, first we'll look at these team stats because the bench, the Milwaukee's bench got better in the second half, but the first half, I wrote it down, our bench 25-9 to nine in the first half. Bench was sensational in the first half. Cooled off in the second, and their bench got hot. But still, bench points win. Um, Obviously, no surprise. You're not going to win the points in the paint battle against Giannis. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, But again, look at this number. 13 turnovers. It's great. It's great. Against a team like Milwaukee, I'll take 13 turnovers all day. All day. And you get 20 points off of 19 turnovers for the Bucks. That's great. That's great. But again, looking at this right here, you win the game in the first half. Shout out to the Magic for not losing the third quarter. <laughs> Although they really should have won the third quarter. Milwaukee was not good in this quarter. You just also weren't good. But in that fourth quarter, guys, I know we scored 24 points, but we had so many empty possessions where we had multiple opportunities to put the game away. And instead... Milwaukee ends up getting getting back into the game to an extent. They got it down to, I believe, 13 or 12 or something like that. But but all in all, like you said, Sam, holding Milwaukee under 97, even without Dame. Like, let's not forget, this team had, what did they do? I'm going to look this up. What did they do on Thursday? They had a bunch on Thursday, and Giannis, of course, had a million points. They scored 124 on Thursday, and Giannis had 54 points. So not only do you hold the team... Below that, you hold Giannis to 35. And again, holding Giannis to 35. I mean, I say that in in quotations. Because he was still 15 of 22 from the field. But the key is, look what the rest of the team did. The rest of the team, outside of campaign, was not great. I mean, Chris Middleton, yeah, he was efficient, 4 of 8. But he only shot 8, took 8 shots. 10 points for him. I mean, Brooke Lopez was quiet. Malik Beasley didn't score. Campaign, I thought was good, obviously. And the bench unit, you had Bobby Portis come in and score 13. But outside of that, everyone else was in single digits. Defense was great tonight. Really, really good. Uh, Ty says this was a championship team we beat even with without Dame. Yeah, uh, this, is a, this is a contending team without Dame. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he also says, can't wait to hear Bucks' excuses. Okay, if Bucks want to throw out excuses, we can say no Wendell Carter Jr., no Markel Fultz, no Gary Harris. Two starters and arguably your seventh man. Yeah, you don't have Dame. Oh, well. Get over it. Oh, man, let's see. Before we look at the other scores around the league, 
do want to remind you for one more time to shop at rockham.com. Rockham is the presenting partner of the Six Man Show post game live all season long. And when you shop at rockham.com, please use that code MAGIC20. It's a win win all the way around. You get 20% off your order at rockham.com and it helps out the Six Man Show along the way. We love Rockham. It's a great company with great people. And uh, we're super, super stoked to be partnering with them this season again. Shop at rockham.com for uh, socks, underwear, whether it's Orlando Magic or NFL or NHL or college. You know, obviously UCF with a great win today. Go get some of your space game gear from rockham.com. But yeah, use that code MAGIC20 when you do. Let's take a look at scores around the league tonight because there's some interesting ones. Uh, let's go to our final scores here first. Obviously, the Magic beat the Bucks. That's great. This is interesting. Heat Hawks. This game was a blowout in the first half. I thought they were running away with it. And here we are. The Hawks made it a 14-point game. I'm going to go over to ESPN because it shows the box score a little, or the, the score by quarter better. Yeah, 41-24 in the first quarter for the Heat. I thought they were going to run away with it. But slowly but surely, the Hawks have gotten into it a little bit. They're only down 14. Obviously, would love to see the Hawks come back and give Miami two L's today. Go Knowles. Celtics just beating up on the Raptors. That game's about over. And then, um, yeah, there's the Magic. And then the Cavs-Warriors just tipped off. So Cavs leading the Warriors. So not a whole lot going on uh, tonight. Only four games. Um, but I did want to look at something. And I didn't pull this up ahead of time. Let me let me come back over here because I do want to pull this up. Um, because it's about to get... <laughs> It's about to get exciting, you guys. Because this is where when we talk about the magic. This is where things get really spicy, if you ask me. We've already talked about the fact that this team is 5-4. and four, And we've had a very tough schedule. Actually, before we talk about what I'm about to talk about, let's look at the standings really fast. Then we're going to talk about this. Standings as we do at the end of every single six-man show postgame live. Your Orlando Magic, five and four. Now ahead of the Bucks in the standings. Half game behind the Hawks. Whole game behind the Pacers. Five seed. Uh, it's Yeah. It, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Why is it beautiful? This is why. Look at the schedule. We've already gone out west. You split that road trip two and two. You'll take it. You come home. You beat the the Lakers. You lose to the Mavs. You lose to the Hawks. You beat the, the Bucks. This stretch right here, these four quote-unquote home games, even though one game was um, was in Mexico City. If you look at the, the list of opponents, when you look at the Lakers, the Mavs, the Hawks, the Bucks, if you look at it in a vacuum, you would take two and two. At least I would. Lakers, Mavericks, Bucks. Most people would consider, would assume we would lose all three of those. So the fact that you get two of those, four games, to me is a W. Now, obviously, you should have beat the Hawks. You could argue you should have beat the Mavs. You play a little bit better in the second half, and you do. But where I'm sitting, guys, I'm taking five and four, and I'm taking two and two in that stretch. Why is that important? Look at the teams we've played. Houston, who, by the way, is clicking now all of a sudden. You beat them by 30. 
Blazers aren't good. You lose to the two Lakers teams. Utah doesn't look good, but you beat the Lakers. You beat the Bucks. Look at what happens to the schedule now, guys. Look at this. Look at this five-game stretch. I'm not going to sit here and say that like we're going to sweep this. Please don't mishear me. I'm not trying to jinx anything. But when you compare it to the rest of the schedule, this is the most winnable five-game stretch of the season so far. I know four of them are on the road. Brooklyn, Chicago, Chicago, Indiana, and then home to Toronto. But this this is where we're going to see how the Magic stack up against the Eastern Conference. Because you played Atlanta and Milwaukee, currently two of the better teams in the East. These teams are not. These teams are not. So this is where we're going to see how the Magic stack up against their peers. The teams that are expected to be around them or maybe even below them in the standings this season. Brooklyn, the first in-season tournament game, by the way. That is notable. Then Chicago, and then Chicago again as an in-season tournament game. Indiana, and then Toronto as an in-season tournament game. You have to win this series. If that's a five-game stretch, anything less than three and two, to me, is not good enough. This team is good enough. Like The, the bar for this team is, is three wins in that stretch. I think four and one is great. And I think is very attainable. I think 5-0 is attainable. I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to do it. Especially considering the fact that you have a back-to-back in there. At Brooklyn, at Chicago, back-to-back. That's tough. That's tough. But this team should go no less than 3-2 and two in those five games. That's what I think. The Distract says, Are you excited for the in-season tournament core? I am. I like it. I know not everybody does. But I like it. Especially compared to some of the ones in the rest of the league. Some of the ones in the league are terrible. Ty says, Pacers kind of scare me. They can run a gun. Yeah, Pacers are terrifying right now. That offense is insane. The good thing is our defense is too. So that will be a very interesting matchup. I think Ricky's trying to say, I will call sweep. Yeah, that would be awesome. Lewis says, this is the first one of a five-game win streak. That would be insane. Rick says, big boys came to play tonight. They really did. They were really, really good. So yeah, guys, this stretch right here, I know we've talked about like, we've seen what the Magic are made of when they play the big teams. This is where you see where the Magic are made of when they play their peers. You got to win this this five-game stretch. You have to. If you do, let's say you go three and two, that means you end up at eight and six after 14 games, two games over 500. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Now, let's try to make sure those three wins are the end-season tournament games, though. <laughs> let's get the first Brooklyn win, get the second Chicago win, get the Toronto win, be 3-0 and in the end-season tournament heading into the big showdown against Boston down here. Wait, here. Sorry, Friday, November 24th, with a chance to win the group if you go 3-0. and I don't know if it's going to happen, guys, but I think it's possible. I think it's possible. So, yeah, guys, um, what a night. What a great night. Chat, get your final thoughts in before we call us a night. Uh, I mean, just, uh, for me, unexpected again. Not that I thought the Magic wouldn't win. I did not expect them to go essentially wire to wire as they did. 
Um, very impressive performance. Again, I still am just stunned that Jonathan Isaac played that many minutes. Cannot believe it. That's such a great sign for this team. Um, yeah, I just, I just never didn't expect that. So a great win tonight for the Magic. You hold the Bucks under 100. You win by 15. That's a W every single time. The distract says we need to handle, but where'd we go? We need to handle uh, business against lesser teams and not play down to the competition. Yeah, that's absolutely true. He also says, go watch the post-game presser, everybody. Fun stuff. I'm going to have to do that. I have to do that. David S. says, we were 22-62 and 62 years ago, 34-48 and 48 last year. Progress is being made, which is really encouraging. You're 100% right. That's what this is about. It's about progress, leveling up, and they're doing it. Matthew says, Magic, win the in-season tournament? That'd be insane. That'd be insane. Mr. Don says, not a coincidence that we win like that when Isaac plays more minutes. I think that's 100% true. You slow down Giannis. That way he only scores 35 instead of 52. <laughs> Ryan asks, are you coming to the watch party next week, Kevin? Negative. I will not be able to be there. I know Jonathan will be there. I'm not sure about Luke. I remember Luke is going out of town next week. I think he might. I think he's still gone for that. I don't think Luke will be there as well. Jonathan will definitely be there, though. Um, that'll be a good time. And yeah, should be fun. Guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. What a night. I just, I'm just so pumped. That was a great win. A really important win as we turn the corner into next week, which is a huge week. To me, it's the biggest week of the season so far for the Magic. Like we said, we start this run of winnable games. You start the in-season tournament. I'm excited. Tune into the Six Man Show on Monday. The Six Fan Show will come out tonight or tomorrow. And then we'll be back here on Tuesday after the first uh, in-season tournament game. But until then, let's go. Magic!